Thank you so much for joining CZ Talks at night on Monday. I normally give it five minutes before I begin. And I'll go ahead and start with her before anyone comes out. Already. Heavenly Father God, today was an eventful day. <laughs> um, just being the human being that I am, 
trying to keep you first in my life, trying to be the best person that I can be. I'm going to always give you the glory and the honor because every step of the way I'm beating the odds. I'm an overcomer because my body wants to do the complete opposite of whatever I do within the 24 hour period. Um, I don't have any problem sharing what you do, Lord, how you help me through. And I am a woman of God who deals with, you know, disabilities of the body and I go through a lot of pain um, but I can't do that without you. Uh, I am a contender and I'm going to always make sure that you get the glory and the honor. So when I say today was eventful, that's because my body wants me to lay in the bed and not do anything at all. And if it's up to my body, I'll probably be sleeping all day. Um, and I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. So, Father, all the people that will be coming into the room live, all the people that will be um, joining the replay, Father God, I'm asking that you touch their minds, touch their hearts. I'm asking that when they allow themselves to say, I want to hear from God, I choose God today, okay? When they do that, I'm asking that you, you give them a, a, a touch like no other. It's a personal thing between you and them, and I'm just a vessel here trying to share. So in the name of Jesus, no matter where they are, either live in the room or at home listening, in their car listening, at work listening, wherever they are, Father, let your will be done. That's all we need. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Thank God. Amen. This song is by Switch called Count Me In.
pretty good at taking a picture. One more stay, one more exhale as I fall away. Feel my heart as it's racing down the path you set for me. When the road feels unending, there's a promise you reveal. When these days leave me empty, you sustain me even still. With every breath, you are reviving these burning lungs. You keep me going. Take me, won't let anxiety face me. Whatever comes, count me in, count me in. Oh, I, even when my legs are weary, I'm not gonna give up that easy. Whatever comes, count me in, count me in. That was which count me in. No matter what happens, no matter what anybody says or the day looks like, 
I choose whom this day I will serve. And I am encouraging everyone to do the same thing. Okay. Alrighty, so I am going to go right into the next lineup, which would be the word of God. Okay, so we have a special guest who, you know, um, pretty much on uh, 31 days uh, in Proverbs, and um, Cassandra Rochelle uh, will be uh, joining by video on Mondays, and then we'll be joining live on Friday nights. So uh, Monday night by video, and uh, Friday nights live. Okay. So, bring that right over in there. And we're going to be reading this day is day 12. And I'm going to bring her right on up. Just a second. Here we go. Hey guys, it's Cassandra Rochelle back with Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 12, y'all. We are in chapter 12. Lord, we just thank you, Father God. Thank you for this opportunity to share in your word. Thank you, Lord God, that it's the entrance of your word that gives light. And Father, that illuminate the dark areas of our souls that we're able to see, Lord God. We're able, Father God, to recognize, Father God, those things in our lives that's not like you. We address it and we want to be changed. We want to be changed. We want to please you, Lord God. And I just thank you, Father, for this opportunity to, to serve in this capacity. It's, it's a blessing. It's an honor. I thank you, Father, because you're worthy to be praised. I give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor because you're so deserving of that and so much more. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go. Let's get it. Chapter 12. Whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. I didn't say that. Chapter 12 just jumped right in. <laughs> Proverbs is everything. Good people attain favor from the Lord, but he condemns those who devise wicked schemes. No one can be established through wickedness, but the righteous cannot be uprooted. A wife of noble character is her husband's crown, but a disgraceful wife is like decay in his bones. The plans of the righteous are just, but the advice of the wicked is deceitful. The words of the wicked lie in wait for blood, but the speech of the upright rescues them. Mm. The wicked are overthrown and are no more, but the house of the righteous stands firm. A person is praised according to their prudence, and one with a warped mind is despised. Better to be a nobody and yet have a servant than pretend to be somebody and have no food. The righteous care for the needs of their animals, but the kindest acts of the wicked are cruel. Those who work their land will have abundant food, but those who chase fantasies have no sense. The wicked desire the stronghold of evildoers, but the root of the righteous endures. Evildoers are trapped by their 
sinful talk and so the innocent escape trouble from the fruit of the lips people are filled with good things and the work of their hands bring them reward the way of fools seems right to them but the wise listen to advice the mm -hmm. wise listen to advice mm -hmm. and become yet more wiser that's right fools show their arrogance i'm sorry fools show their annoyance at once but the prudent overlook insult i'm so silly man i love this i could just be myself you feel me you know the word go look it up it's a-n-n-o-y-a-n-c-e <laughs> annoyance at once but the prudence overlook insult an honest witness tells the truth but a false witness tells lies the words of the reckless pierce like swords, but the tongue of the wise brings healing. Truthful lips endure forever, but a lying tongue lasts only a moment. Deceit is in the hearts of those who plot evil, but those who promote peace have joy. Hmm. Thank you, God. No harm overtakes the righteous, but the wicked have field of trouble. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in people who are trustworthy. The prudent keep their knowledge to themselves, but a fool's heart blurts out folly. Fool just be telling everything. Just saying everything. He's <laughs> lying too. Yes. <laughs> the, the diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. Anxiety wears down on the heart but a kind word cheers it up. The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. The lazy do not roast any games, but the diligent feed on riches of the hunt. In the way of righteous, there is life. Along the path is immorality, meaning wickedness. Wow. So Father, we just thank you, Lord God, for this time to share in your word. Y'all get in the Proverbs. Get in these Proverbs. Get your dictionary out. Read along. Deal with it. When God's showing it to me, I'm reading and I'll be like, oh Lord, thank you God for showing us this because he's he revealing it to us because he wants us to live with him. Yes. He wants us to be in right standing with him. Anytime he's showing us something, it's so that we can get it right because he loves us. That's love, y'all. That's love when you can tell somebody the truth. Mm -hmm. And you know what I mean? When you can tell and, and Proverbs tell you the truth. It's just, it's just black and white. There's no gray area. It is what it is. You know what I mean? And so you read it. You examine yourself according to it. You look at it. You look at yourself. You look at it. You look back at yourself. And then you can choose to go your way. Or you can choose to say, here am I, Lord. I surrender to your will and to your way. God bless you. Go in peace. Oh, my goodness. Isn't she so awesome? She's so cool. I mean, talk about divine intervention. You know, meeting someone who is like-minded um and this young lady is uh, a lover of god for real and uh, i hope uh one day you guys will be able to meet her um <clears throat> again that's cassandra rochelle uh with the 31 days on proverbs challenge um and she will be here by video on monday nights and by 
our live attendance on Friday night. So we'll see you jumps. Uh, so I, I encourage you all to, you know, um, come on in and, and, and just enjoy yourself. Um, <laughs> she's so funny. She's so passionate about the Lord, okay? And um, you want to have someone, whether you're a believer or not, you want to have someone who believes, who at least, you know, makes a decision to want to care about someone else, you know. Um, so I, I encourage you to keep those those attachments uh, to good people, you know. Um, alrighty, I'm going to go right into sharing this next word, and it's coming from um, Ty Trebet, uh called What Can I Do? Anybody in here dependent on Jesus? I mean, like, totally dependent on Jesus, and there's no point without him. It's a waste of time without him, right? Feel free to sing with us. The song is simple, it says. Tell me what can I do? Cause I can't live without you. I can't live without you. Oh, tell me what can I do? Cause I can't live without you. I can't live without you. Oh, tell me what. I can't live without you, can't live without you, oh, tell me, what can I do? Cause I can't live without you, no, I can't live without you. So here's my heart, here's my mind, I give you my soul, Lord, I need you to take control. Tried it on, tried it on my own, but what I found is I can't make it on my own.
So tell me, what can I do? Cause I can't live without you. I can't live without you. Oh, tell me, what can I do? Cause I can't live without you, Lord. I can't live without you. And Lord, I'm desperate tonight. I can't live without you. And I can't move without you, no. Oh, but I can't even breathe without you. But where would we be without you? Oh, where would we be without you? Lord, where would we be without you? Lord, I'm a lost cause without you. I can't even breathe without you, Lord. I can't even think without you, Lord. What can I do? Cause I can't live without you. I can't live without you. Come on, let's sing out. You tell me what can I do? Cause I can't live. Oh, oh I can live. Come on, sing it out and say, oh. It is 7.33 p.m., which is 33 minutes after the hour. And um, we're going to go right into uh, the word. And um, the next word is coming from one of most of our favorites. <laughs> uh, definitely one of mine. Um, Psalms 23, okay. a Psalm of David, okay. and uh, it reads, and kindly, if you would like to read along with me, that would be awesome. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anoints my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me 
all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. All right. So, guys, I love it. This is the word. This is the gift that the Lord left us to all be able to experience days, weeks, moments with him. Okay. So I'm going to go into a video clip, and uh, it is a video clip of a um, sermon by uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. She would, at this particular moment, beat her tambourine, and all of the women would begin to dance. Josephus, the historian, says that bodies were littered all up against the banks of the Red Sea, coming up out of the water dead, so that when the women started dancing, they were dancing on the dead. Ah, hallelujah! Who would ever thought that God would deliver you so well that you would dance on what was dancing on top of you? And I know it sounds foolish, but that's why I'm telling you to dance in the desert. That's why I'm telling you to dance in the desert, because while you're dancing, your devils are dying. While you're dancing, your diseases are dying. While you're dancing, your debt is dying. While you're dancing, your enemies are, are dying. And when Miriam grabbed her tambourine, she did not just do it out of joy, she did it out of warfare. Because when you praise God, he is magnified. And the more you praise him, the more he'll work for you. So when you see God bringing you out, don't just stand there and look at him, but grab your tambourine and start dancing in your desk. Oh, if you praise him, if you praise him, if you praise him in your house, if you praise him in your living room, if you... there they were dancing in the desert little did they know that when these women started praising God they would set off a catastrophic series of events with water remember when God told the woman if you believe on me as the scriptures have said out of your belly She'll flow rivers of water. Some things aren't going to happen till you praise him. Some things aren't going to happen till you speak up. Some things aren't going to happen till you grab your tambourine in the middle of your desert and say, I refuse to be depressed and I refuse to cry and I refuse to walk around this house looking all sad. I'm going to grab my tambourine and devil, I'm going to dance on top of your head. I'm going to dance. Give me some old time. Holy Ghost Pentecost. I'm going to And they all went down, not 
one of them escaped. The death count was 100%. Not one man lived to tell what happened. Because when God says, I will destroy your enemy, he means I will totally annihilate your enemy. And I don't care how big he is, God says, I will bring him down. And the Red Sea closed in. But the Red Sea closed in, not just to destroy Pharaoh, it also closed in so that none of the lesser troops could follow the pursuit. That's point number two. Point number three, it closed in so that when the children of Israel got into the middle of the desert, they could not go back. <laughs> hey! Tell your neighbor, I can't go back. I'm too far in. I can't go back. This God does to teach us about separation. So as the text moves along, the water is still flowing out of this dance. For the Bible says that they were three days into the wilderness. And when they were three days into the wilderness, they came to a place of water. But when they got down to drink, the water was bitter. Bitter does not just mean that it tasted bad, it was dangerous to drink. And the people cried out. Whenever the people cry out, the leader is always miserable. The people cried out against Moses. We have nothing to drink. And the only thing you can do as a leader is when the people cry out to you, Moses turned around to God and said, we have. All you can do is echo. The job of the minister is to echo the voice of God to the people and echo the voice of the people to God. And so Moses is echoing to God what the people said, like he echoes to the people what God has said, because Moses stands between the people and God. He tells them what God says. He tells God what they said. The people have nothing to drink. They ask God for water. And he answered with a tree. I want to talk to the people who prayed for something and the answer doesn't look like the question. You got down on your knees and you prayed for water and he answered with a tree. This might be the most important moment in all of the scriptures because this is the moment of sanctification. This is the moment we went from separation to sanctification. This is the moment that not only is God trying to answer their craving, he is letting us get a peekaboo, a glimpse at Jesus. 
just a glimpse. It's just a glimpse. See, you remember what Jesus told the woman at the well? If you drink of the water that I have, you will never thirst again. He did a water commercial for the Samaritan woman. He did a taste test. He said, if you keep drinking what you're drinking, you're going to always come back. There's something wrong with your water. But if you drink of the water that I have, you will never thirst again. They prayed for water. She said, give me this water that I thirst not. They prayed for water. And God answered with the tree. The tree is a type of Calvary. The tree is the rugged cross. The tree is a prophecy of the only thing that God had that would turn the bitter waters of your, of your life sweet. God told Moses, I know the problem is the water, but the answer is the tree. Good God Almighty! Your problem may look like water, but your answer is the tree. It is a foreshadowing of the cross. It doesn't look like it has anything to do with the problem. But God told Moses to throw a tree at the water. Throw a tree at it. Touch your neighbor and say, throw a tree at it. Throw a tree at it. Elbow him and tell him, throw a tree at it. Throw a tree at it. I know you need money, but throw a tree at it. I know you're praying about water, but throw a tree at it. Throw a tree! So they threw a tree into the bitter waters of Mara, and the water turned sweet. The water that was bitter turned sweet by the inclusion of the tree. He'll make the darkness light before you. Whatever's wrong, he'll make it right. All of this is in this text right here. The same way that Jesus took the water and turned it into wine, they threw a tree into the bitter water and turned it into sweet. The answer is the tree. On a hill far away stood an old rugged cross. It was a wondrous attraction for me. And I'll cherish the old rugged cross because you see the cross turned my bitter water sweet if you're watching me right now I don't care if you're bitter because of drugs bitter because of crack bitter because of cocaine bitter because of abuse bitter because of molestation bitter because you're stripping on a pole I don't care what the bitterness is in your life Hallelujah. the tree will turn it sweet Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh. Okay, guys. Seriously. <laughs> that was for you, whoever you are. Thank you for replay listening. Um, I hope that that touches you and you allow it to minister to your heart. Uh, that was a little clip um, with Pastor uh, Bishop. Excuse me, Bishop T.D. Jakes. Uh, I, I, again, I'm going to always tell you to go to the Word uh, and read what he's telling you, uh, what he's teaching you from Exodus chapter 15, verses 19 through 27. Uh, and the links will be in the chat area. 
and uh, they will be available to you uh, to click and watch at your leisure when you would like to. Um, <clears throat> it is 7.47 p.m. Thank you for joining CG Talks at night, Monday, uh, Monday night, 7 p.m. Pacific, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. Alrighty, I'm going to keep on going because that's what we do, okay? So uh, the next song that I'm going to play is going to be by Jonathan. Nelson featuring Kim Burrell and you are in for a treat. If you guys are proud of Jonathan Nelson, somebody screaming here tonight.
<laughs> she don't play. Okay. She does not play. That was uh, Jonathan Nelson featuring Kim Burrell. We didn't hear a lot from Jonathan that time. But <laughs> Kim Burrell is a jazz gospel artist. Jazzy gospel artist, I should say. Correction. Um, but I had the uh, opportunity to uh, sing for her one time, and I made a very, very bad mistake when it comes to um, making commitments uh, to join um, a ministry and still, you know, um, basically, as they say, you're still, you know, in, living in the world, choosing to live in the world. Um, and um, I was not able to be in the, on the praise team. So, uh, because I was pretty much hanging in the club the night before, and um, they had, they, they were very strict on uh, representation and uh, was basically checking us all out to make sure that, you know, we're doing what we're supposed to do. So, and I was not. And uh, I'm grateful that I had that learning experience. That was in Seattle, Washington. I'll never forget it. <laughs> but anyways, um, beautiful woman of God, and uh, uh, I love her very, very much. So uh, now we're gonna go into the book, the book, the book. Alrighty. So it's seven fifty-five p.m. Fifty-five minutes past the hour. And uh, we are moving right along. Uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, I'm trying to get better to where it is only an hour, um, but it's been going a little over an hour, like an hour and a half. So um, thank you for bearing with me um, through it all, okay? Um, I don't know what I'm doing, but I do know God is real. <laughs> So um, I trust him with all my heart, my soul, and my mind, and he will direct my paths. So, okay, no, guys, we're going to go uh, to the book called Dow by uh, Dallas Willard called um, Hearing, Hearing God. It's called Hearing God, Developing a Conversational Relationship with God, and um you if if you were with us from the beginning when i first started uh this book was given to me um by my brother uh of course by way of the holy spirit um to start with this um even though uh, we're going to be touching on a lot of different subjects um this subject right here hearing god and um, developing a, a conversational relationship with God is a subject, it's the subject, as far as I'm concerned. And I just wanna share this with you all. And uh, I do want to uh, complete this book. And as far as I'm concerned, I feel that um, 
all the pieces are connected through music, through uh, hearing the word of God, through um, this book. Uh, and um, it's, it's speaking a lot and educating us a lot. So we're at, um, on Monday nights, we're at uh, pages um, 23 through 24. And uh, again, it's normally there's other people that will be in the room that, you know, would want to read, hopefully. Um, uh, but I am going to be the narrator for tonight. So um, let's go. And God, Adam, bless him reading to the, to the word understanding and uh, application to our lives. Alrighty, so we left off last week um, with pretty much um, the UFO uh, syndrome and uh, we got past that. Uh, I, I, I encourage you to get the book, get the book, okay? Um, it is amazing, all right? Um, the, U the UFO syndrome is, is basically, you know, it, it, we hesitate to speak about experiences we regard as God speaking to us, okay? So we, we don't want to, you know, uh, say that the Lord told me this um, because we are afraid of what other people will say or do to us because we feel the way that we feel. We feel that God spoke to us. So then in what he went over unto uh, our leaders hear from God and basically some leaders um, only want um, the flock to hear from them and, and, and God only speaks to the leader, uh, which was profound. I'm like, that is so real, you know, um, and basically, you know, God gave us a word uh, that that says, you know, uh, these things happen, you know, uh, lest you will boast about it, you know, and, and it's not you, you know, uh, that you need to boast in, it's the Lord. So, um, I'll replay listeners, um, believers or non-believers, um, trust that um, there's only one God and one God only. So, um, once you allow yourself to understand that and tap into that, um, you will understand more and you will see more, you know. Um, so I encourage you, you know, to um, continually educate your mind with the word of God because uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, right? So, uh, in this video, um, I am allowing, you know, the people in the live to be able to see the book if they don't have the book. Uh, and uh, you will be able to um, see the video uh, soon. Right now, it's basically in, in podcast form. Uh, right. So I highlighted a portion. And um, the, the portion um, is amazing because... Um, in the 1640s, George Fox, founder of the Friends or Quaker movement, wandered the fields and byways of the English countryside, seeking someone who could show him the way to peace of God. 
okay, peace with God. And he said that there was none among them at all that could speak to my condition. And when all my hopes in them and in all men were gone, so that I had nothing outwardly to help me, nor could I tell what to do, then, oh, then, I heard a voice which said, there is one, even Jesus Christ, that can speak to thy condition. And when I heard it, my heart did leap for joy. Then the Lord did let me see why there was none upon the earth that could speak to my condition, namely that I might give him all the glory. So this next piece here is in the book, eight of his confessions, St. Augustine, AD 354-430, tells how in a similar, similarly, similarly, excuse me, distraught condition, he heard from a neighboring house a voice as of boy or girl. I know not, chanting and oft repeating. Take up and read. Take up and read. He could remember no child's game with these words. So checking the torment of my tears, I arose interpret interpreting it to be no other than a command from God to open the book and read the first chapter. I should find. Thus he came upon Romans 13, 13 through 14, chapter 13, verses 13 through 14. His condition was immediately transformed as was Fox's centuries later. And one of the greatest and most influential of all Christians entered the kingdom of the heavens. Quite characteristically, a weekly publication from a large local church states that the pastor has been given a bold vision by our Lord. The vision is that every person in the entire geographical area where the church is located should be called to Christ in a one year period by a telephone call from some person in the church. Notice, this is not described as a bright idea that struck the pastor, but as a vision communicated to him by God. And of course that makes all the difference in the world in its meaning for the congregation that the pastor leads. I cite these cases here not because they are exceptional, but precisely because they are so common. There is a practically endless supply of such stories. They vary in detail from one denominational tradition to another, but they are present in all Christian communities to some significant degree, except those that have moved beyond the theological liberalisms into simple humanism. Should we accept anything else, given the words of the scriptural record and the heritage of the Christian church? As Christians, we stand in a millennia-long tradition of humans who have addressed by God, who have been addressed by God. The ancient Israelites heard the voice of, the, of their God speaking to them out of the midst of the fire. Deuteronomy 4, chapter 4, 
verse 33. A regular place of communion and conversational interchange between the high priest and God was established in the mercy seat over the ark of God. Exodus 25:22. See also Luke chapter 1 verses 11 through 21. But the individual person with faith among the Israelites also cried out expectantly to be taught by God. Teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on a level path. Psalms 143.10. Israel's experience led the prophet Isaiah, who also had firsthand experience of conversing with God. Isaiah 6 to describe conditions of the faithful this way. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry out for help and he will say, here I am. The Lord will guide you continually. Isaiah 58 verses nine and 11. Okay, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As you read the word of God, you will grow to understand the word of God because God will give you answers to confirm what you read. Okay? That's my opinion and uh, that's my experience. Um, the next chapter is abiding, I mean, not chapter, but portion in this chapter is abiding includes conversing. Okay, conversing. And I'm going to stop right here at this paragraph. Okay, so on the evening before his crucifixion, Jesus assured his little band of followers that although he was leaving them, he would continue to manifest himself to all who loved him. Judas, who was also called Thaddeus, then asked just the right question. How? Would this manifesting take place? Jesus' reply was that he and his father would come to them and make our home with them. Okay. And that is uh, John 1422 and uh, 23. Uh, now there's abbreviation there in, in Replay listeners, you can't see that, but um, I want to check that out because what abbreviation is that? I don't know. Again, I want to remind our replay listeners that you will learn so much when you come into this gathering. Uh, I'm not afraid. Uh, if I do not know, I'm going to go search and I'm going to find out. Uh, so um, you might see that on the video. And uh, it's just me being transparent at all times. Um, 
So I'm looking at the abbreviations for JN. Uh, which, which I don't see. Hmm. JOS and JSH is Joshua. JDG, JG, JDGS is Judges. Okay. Job is JB. Jeremiah is JE or JR. JNH is Jonah or JON is Jonah. JL is Joel. So it's got to be Jonah then. Okay, so I will check it out further. Okay, so we're going to stop there um, and I will find out and let you know next week what I found out. <laughs> so um, I'm going to go ahead over into the next song. And guys, it is 8, 10 p.m. We're moving right along. So, right. So, to the next song. And the next song is by Brandon Heath. And it is called, I'm Not Who I Was. Okay. show you how I'm not who I was I used to be mad at you a little on the hurts I do but I'm not who I was I found my way around to forgiving you some time ago but I never got to tell you in a photograph I saw me and I had to laugh you know I'm not who I was you were there you were right above me and I wonder if you ever loved me just for who I was when the pain came back again like a bitter friend it was all that I could do to keep myself Looking, it's a funny thing. I figured out I can sing now. I'm not who I was. I write about love and such. Maybe because I wanted so much I'm not who I was I was thinking maybe I I should let you know 
But I never did forget your name Hello enjoyed yourself um, remember we are all God's babies no matter what race creed or financial status we belong to God whether you choose to believe or not every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that I am good and that's what it says and that's what I believe just sharing with you. It's the good news. Those who choose not to believe, we still love you. And we hope that you come on over to the kids. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for joining Replay listeners and those who uh, weren't able to come into the live today. We're still praying for you and we look forward to having you pray us out. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your mercy and your grace. Brand new mercies every day. Thank you for being able to be here right now to be a vessel, a living sacrifice for your will to be done. Your will is simply for us to worship and love you and share the good news with anyone we can possibly meet. And that's all that I want to do. So, in Jesus' name, in the power of his blood, amen. Alrighty, guys and babies. Take care. Talk to you soon. Read you soon. See you soon.